Hello and welcome to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize, a podcast about the business side of being a creative. My name is Chris Scott. My name is Atish, and in this week's episode, Chris walks me through a stepwise function of how to create a name with some meaning behind it. Yeah, we walk through some solid steps on naming your business and your business ideas. Let's go straight into our topic. Yeah, why don't we why don't we move into something that we can solve in one podcast? Okay. So, um, do you want to give some background on since we're we're kind of thinking about when you are starting a business or starting a brand, uh, you like the the dream is to become like a household name, right? Like everybody knows what Netflix is, right? And that allows like a certain purchasing power or like a certain hold on people because it's you you know what it is. You can even look at the like they even have um like I don't know if, if everyone's realized, but they have a very subconscious cue that that they've been signaling a response to. Do you know what I'm talking about? A subconscious cue. What do you what do you think of when you hear um and, and like I can't do it, but like if it was like da dum Oh, the their little jingle that they have? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think that's about exactly? Ba-bong. Yeah, they are programming your brain. Like that's how that works. Is you want entertainment, you hear that sound, that means Netflix. You know what I mean? So now do it in reverse. You're you're just in a say you're in an empty room, you have a lot of options. You have oh, there's some books over here, there's this over here, whatever. And now they play the sound cue. Da-dum. Where does your brain go? Right uh, to Netflix. That new uh, Joe McHale show. Because he makes fun of Netflix uh-huh. throughout his, all the episodes, and, and they specifically use that sound, like really? bong, yeah, to make fun of Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's it's very basic Pavlovian response training. Like that's what that is. Uh huh. So so, anyways, I guess what I'm getting at is the idea is that you want to be that like innate, like you want everyone to recognize your brand and recognize your stuff right away. So um, there were two things we were specifically talking about, like when you're starting out your business, and both of these things are absolute minefields to me. Like I <laughs> am no good at either of these things. You're actually a bit better, but to give a counter response just so it doesn't make me look like the only one who's shitty at this, uh, do you want to give some background on how we got the name for this podcast in the first place? Oh, so today you want to talk about names, how to come up with a name for this business idea that you've got going on in your head right i've got my little pet project you know what i mean and i and like i literally don't know what to call it other than that you know what i mean like i I, i'm grasping kind of at straws Uh uh-huh so i kind of need to figure out because uh well first of all do you have a name for your production company yes uh we talked about this on the podcast already the uh with the interview with betsy bruce at the end of it she asked me how i got the name uh, elephant scout Mm. Well, well, I already knew you. You already had that name, and we've had that conversation. Have have we ever done that conversation? I don't think we have particularly, but you can hear it. Ha- hear me have that conversation with someone else. To the archives. To the archives. Like four episodes back. Yeah, it's it's out there. It's out there. Um, but you want to have that conversation with me right now? Well, I also I also just think it's because it's. Meanwhile, I'm fucking terrible at at making my own names or creating my own stuff uh-huh. you know what i mean and i'm not sure if that's just because i'm too critical on it that like i feel like it's terrible or i feel like it's uh i don't know i i feel like i'm doing a bad job of like judging it okay you know what i mean 
or like or maybe I'm too self-critical and I need to let things go. But but that's kind of where our podcast name has like kind of this interesting intersection of that. Because we were basically getting so hung up on a name. A name. Everybody we, gets hung up on the name. Right, exactly. Like and that's what the, it limits me from actually starting to do anything. Right, but does it have to? No, yeah, but but it's kind of like you feel like that's the first step because if you want to actually start talking about it or referencing it to people or investors or anything like that, you have to have a a, a way to reference it. Like you have to have a, a specific point. So what we were doing with the podcast is like it was basically unable for us to create an intro or create anything like that because uh, because we didn't have a title. Uh, that's that's true. Well. Right. I mean, at the when we, when we first started this podcast, we kind of just had this idea to kind of talk about businessy things, because you wanted to be an optimization specialist, and I right. was like a creative person. Yeah, it's like how can we merge these two together? Yeah, and we were trying to think of ways to come up with a solid name for a <laughs> podcast that covers all that. Right. Like basically, what could reflect? Uh, but the merging of our like respective strengths, right? Yeah. And uh, do you remember? <laughs> I don't remember any other names that we had for this. Um, they were I. Uh, they were all not great. Yeah, they weren't like, really good names. We had a session at Cartel where we were basically like, like trying to just bounce ideas back and forth off each other and trying to figure out one that would stick. Um, but it ended up being kind of like a thesaurus reading session where we were just like trying to figure out other names for stuff. Right. And and realistically, the idea was like, we, and that was the problem. I, I think I was focusing too much on being like catchy, but it wasn't actually reflecting what we were trying to do. Right. And so that's kind of where it like creativize, strategize, synergize the idea at least, at, or at least in my head, is that we've got like the creative aspects of like filmmaking or, or whatever your creative pursuit is. And then we've got, you know, strategize, creating a business out of it. Like how do you ground this into reality? How do you make this profitable? How do you sell it? How do you, how do you mechanically perform it? And then synergize, how do you bring these ideas together? And, that, and so as much as it is, you know um, – a bunch of made up words <laughs> uh-huh. basically strung together. It like actually reflects what, what the aim of the podcast was. It, I don't know when we were coming up with the name for our show, I, I was thinking of, well, because you are very, what's the word, you know it because you're a big wordy guy, uh, floral with your word choice. Uh huh. I'm very, I'm very verbose. Ooh, there you go. Verbose. Verbose is the word of the week. Verbose. Word of the week. Verbose. Atish is so verbose. <laughs> uh, but you you used a lot of the words. You, I remember you suggesting a lot of big words. Don't remember what they were because I didn't even think they were real words. But you were suggesting a lot of big words for this right. podcast. And I thought, that's not going to work. <laughs> the thing about big words is no one knows big words that's not part of like common everyday language it's not something that's going to resonate with people uh a broader audience uh, is not going to resonate with a large word as opposed to a very specific audience that well it probably it probably dials it into such a specific like i don't know lane that it wouldn't yeah exactly a broader audience it wouldn't exactly make this um that easily marketable right so knowing that 
you were going to use a lot of big words. I, I thought we could poke fun at the word choice a little mm. bit. And my, the, when we were coming up with the name, I was thinking of uh, 30 Rock a lot with Jack Donaghy. Right. And um, as you always are, as I'm always, as I'm always, and he's always talking about like vertical integration and (laughs) uh, Sigma six circles of manliness or whatever he's doing and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I think at some point you suggested the word strategy uh, after another big word. Strategy Uh is not a big word, but like you suggested a big word and then strategy followed by strategy. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but I want to talk about creativity. And I think we just wanted to synergize that together. I think that's how we eventually landed there. Okay, so it was it was part of the process in and of itself that yeah. <laughs> that we developed the name exactly. I and see. making up the word creativize, I know that drove you nuts because you don't like fake words. You're that no, guy in Scrabble that's like, that's not a word. Yeah, I challenge it. I'm challenging it. Man, I would never want to play Scrabble with you. Yeah, I would. Let's you know what? Let's set up a words with friends. I think we should uh Oh my god. I haven't played that friends. forever. All right, fine. Words with friends. We'll start playing All it. Right. It's on, but we're setting some uh we're setting some uh uh no. some some uh some bets, some wagers. If if I win, I'm going to set you up. You're going to have to watch another movie like Lagan just as long, maybe twice as long. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, b- b- and I think the crucial part of that, like, selecting the name was just so we could move forward. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was blocking us for a second because we were, oh, how are we going to talk about this or how are we going to, like, we can't post about it. We can't release it because we are an untitled project. And how many of those, like, I feel like an untitled anything just looks super unprofessional and and just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're starting a, a, a business in our in our garage, you know, right. in our parents' garage. So I, I just like it was a block for me and it continues to be a block for me. Like that's kind of that was what my problem was with just being an optimization specialist until you told me to get rid like dip, fucking stop worrying about the titles and freaking out about that is that I was too I was too hung up on on. Well, what do I call this? How do I how do I pitch this? Who am I like when I'm talking to someone? What am I just saying? Like, oh, yeah, I do this and then give like a paragraph long explanation. I want it to be succinct, tight and just like have a, a, just a brief you know, couple word explanation or something like that. Right. Which is, I think something that doesn't happen overnight that kind of evolves over time. Yeah. But it's something that is one of those things that you just allow yourself to like roadblock you. Yeah. Yeah. I have this idea for this business. I want to move forward on it. Oh, I can't move forward. I don't have a name for it. I might as well not try anything or figure anything else out because I don't have a name for it yet. Oh, I see. So you're saying it's almost like an easy way out. Right. Okay. So, it's, so it's like an option. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to sit on this idea for 15, 20 years until I have a good name and then I'll move forward. Then I'll take mm-hmm. the next step. But sometimes the name, it kind of, the name is allowed to change. You're allowed to move forward with the name or evolve with the name or rebrand yourself. Yeah. And that's, that actually raises an interesting because I'm always worried that like, oh, if I like shut down and start with a new name, that's going to look really unprofessional or that's going to be really harmful. But it's not like I'm building a huge following or a huge fan base or a huge brand immediately. Mm-hmm. So realistically, I have very little to lose if I just come up with a name that I'm not that like 100% on. Like I might be, you know, it might be good enough to get the job done at the moment, but it's not like 100% what I, what I like or I'm not totally in love with it. But realistically speaking, it probably wouldn't hurt that much if, like, then we, 
I, I could I could then rebrand and, and it would be super early on. Right. I mean, we could rebrand right now if we wanted to. Hmm. I don't know. The name's kind of grown on me. What do you feel? I like the name a lot. I've always liked the name. I've, I thought it was genius. Whoever came up with it is a genius. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can f- fucking figure out why you think it's so smart. <laughs> well, it's like, to, to give a, a, a larger kind of example, um, so the company I work for was formerly known as Taser International. Uh-huh. And now they're known as Axon. And... That just seems – it seems really dangerous to rebrand when you're already a publicly traded company because now your your stock ticker has changed uh, you know, and, and all your money is moving to a different place and people might not recognize – like if I just say on the street that I work for Axon, yeah, there's a percentage of people who know what I do or, or you know, whatever, but there's a vast majority who don't. Now, for instance, if I say I work for Taser, so many more people know what I do. Right. But – they don't really that like that's kind of the genius thing and why they selected it so appropriately or why it was such a good move for them to rebrand and, and change their name um, because they were you know this was uh, it, it hasn't been taser international for three or four years now and back then they were pretty much like they started working in in body cameras and stuff like that but for the most part they were just working in CEWs conductive electric weapons tasers Taser, don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, That's probably me, why bro. they yeah. changed it. And that's kind of the thing is that they have such name brand recognition. Because if anyone's getting electrocuted with a weapon by a police officer today, it's a it's a taser. It 100% is because they, they created a, a patent on it. So I can see but, that, though. I mean, when if you're only making tasers, it makes sense to stay stick with the name tasers. But they moved on right. to other things, right? Like cloud storage or... Exactly. Body cams or other law enforcement kind of based products, right? Right, exactly. So essentially they they moved on to making uh, body-worn cameras, uh, a cloud storage system so that you can have all your evidence in one place. There's a record management system, uh, in-car system, interview rooms, blah, blah, blah. They do do it all, right? And that's why Axon is such a perfect name because Axon – is uh, not to not to tout my neuro, neurophysiological knowledge over everything all over again, but that it's a it's a basically the core end of a, of a neuron. So so it branches out and it provides all these like that's that's where all this happens the axon hillock. Oh, okay. So that's why it makes sense. Obviously, that it's that's like, where it all happens. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Where else would it happen? Exactly. The doy. So it kind of makes sense that like that this is a tech and science company and we're branching into different stuff and making connections with a lot of different areas and stuff like that. It's a perfect name. Uh-huh. And the it's a bold choice to rebrand, but it's also it gets people off the fact that oh, we just make tasers here. So it's it's really effectual. So that's that's kind of a good example. And I mean, again, I have nothing to do with. I just work there. I had nothing to do with. Like, I can't obviously take any credit or like feel proud for any reason that that occurred because it a happened before I started working there, and b I'm such a low level nobody that you know obviously my opinion would not be considered. But that's a good example of of how a rebrand actually works, uh-huh. or, or how how it could work really effectively. And and also a pretty apropos choice of name. So uh, yeah, so uh, getting back to choice of name, right? A lot of uh, like f- newbies 
people just starting off in this in their new venture, this new thing that they want to do, is they kind of uh, just forget about. Well, I don't know. The pressure is like the pressure is that final image that let's say your customer sees, and mm-hmm. there's like a lot of pressure to get that perfect and right and so exact and precise that this tiny little moment of them reading the name for two seconds is going to impact them in such a powerful way. That's, uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Right. No, totally. Like it's, it's basically, uh, I don't know. And, and I think that you're kind of my coach in that regard in a lot of ways, like, like not just the name Avenue, but a lot of avenues where it's like, I am, get so hung up on the perfectionist, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, I want to be totally recognizable off of this and off of whatever. That's like I completely ignore any other progress or any other thing in any other way in any other capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the, and A, nothing gets done. And B, I'm <laughs> totally misappropriating my focus from real core decisions. Like I don't know if the neuroscience is actually true that you have a finite amount of decision making in one day. I don't know if that's actually true or not. But I'm definitely wasting a lot of time just thinking about the name and just thinking about the brand, whereas there's way more important and bigger stuff that that will actually cause change or will actually cause uh, vast movements or improvements here and there that are going unnoticed and ignored, basically. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you're trying to sell a product or a service, and if you're not doing the work or you're not creating a product, you're not building a client base you're not building a reputation right right you can you can say hey i can't provide the service without a business name you can't you can say oh i can't sell my coffee bean without a unique coffee brand name right uh but you can you can sell your coffee beans and say hey this is my coffee bean what do you think oh you like it cool here's more because you want to buy more or if you're trying to be a uh What's a good consultant? Give me a consultant example. <laughs> I mean, good good question. Uh, quality I'm... control consultant. I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. you're not out, out there checking people's quality, keeping their quality control in check, <laughs> you know, who's going to hire you when you come up with that clever name and you've never done it before? Right. Yes, exactly. Like that, that was kind of my, on, on this initial thing. And I only realized that when, um, when we went to 10 West, mm-hmm. because I was so focused on not having a name and then so focused on not really having, uh, like this big impressive resume and all this kind of stuff that I was completely missing on this person to person interaction that actually would have garnered me something right. and would have been building something and would have been building recognition and would have been building my portfolio of work and all this kinds of stuff. And there are so many people that, you know, if you just meet them and talk to them and do that sort of thing, then that kind of organically grows and that that would have been a lot easier than what I was trying to do. Right. I mean, if you, you have this idea and you want to execute, parts of this idea but you feel if you feel caught up on not having a name not having a title not having a website not having a logo not having a right all, all these stuff all those things that you don't have but you still need to lay down some groundwork and kind of put it out there and see how it's received by strangers by the audience yeah. by a crowd so you but so 10 west was a what, what would you call that uh, it was a it was a simultaneous like it was a seminar series, but also like 
also a networking event. It was like a young professional. Like, uh, I, I don't know. What's the what's the word for it? Hmm. I can't believe you don't know this word for it. Like a symposium. <laughs> I love I love symposia. Uh, would that does that work? Yeah, that works. Well, I mean, so the thing <laughs> I think about people the, know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, let's say symposia. The thing about Ten West is that it's it was a gathering of local business people, local creators, local entrepreneurs, and they all just mm-hmm. kind of decided, hey, this might be a thing to go and meet other like-minded people and hang out for a minute. Right. It's yeah. a, a week-long conference, but hey, maybe we can do something cool with it. Yeah. So you're in a you. If you find a place like that and you go to these places and think uh, either this is where I want to be in a year or this is these are the people that I want to work with, mm-hmm. you can always go up and say, hey, I'm developing a new business, a new strategy, a new service that involves X, Y, Z. Yeah. People will be like, oh, what was it called? It's like it's still in development. You can always say it's still in development. Mm, uh, and, and like so in my head – like I'm too nervous that that reflects poorly, but but you're saying that that it doesn't matter how much. Like, sure, if you had like a really crafty, clever name, you know, whatever, then obviously that would be worth something. But it's not worth missing the opportunity just because you don't have a, a clever title or something like that. Exactly. It's it's about building up a, a reputation of someone with a good idea or a good strategy to execute or a salute a strategy or provide a solution to a problem you might possibly have. Right. So I've, I've said yeah. this before. I've said it probably a thousand times by now, but nobody cares about how it's done. They just care about what can be done and the results you can get for them. Mm. So if you're a consultant and you want to start a optimization service, I don't know what your optimization name is going to be. We're going to figure it out by the end of this episode. Oh, Christ. But you're going to say, I can optimize this. I can do your, ins- I don't know what the things you optimize. But I'm developing well, so, a, a service where I provide XYZ and your result will be this. Right. So so that's actually kind of, um, maybe I can I can ask your, uh, your input on this. Uh, just because, because we were just talking about rebranding and because we were just... Uh, talking about not waiting for the perfect name and all that kind of stuff. So this actually kind of, uh, this is a good intersection for that based on what I'm doing or, or what I'm trying to do. I'm my end goal and where I'm at right now are kind of two different things. Your end goal and where you're at right now are two different things. Right. Which I mean, I'm sure is true for everyone or for a lot of people, but Basically, like right now, I couldn't actually afford to have a salary for anyone else or like I don't have any business for anyone else. And and for that matter, I'm just starting out. You know what I mean? So I can't afford anyone else. But the end goal is that I have a team of specialists so that we can perform this uh, kind of holistic uh, top down, you know, approach to optimizing anything like everything like uh, eventually i would even want to have like a software developer on my staff right you you see what i mean but right now obviously that's not something i can do i can only do the stuff that i can supply which you know i don't know how to be a software developer so that's obviously not something i'm trying to pitch in what i can optimize at the moment Uh what i am excellent at 
individualization, team building, um, building uh, uh, standards and and playbooks, um, condensing inter- information, uh, training, you know that that sort of thing. Like I, I can do that excellently. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm starting out in terms of me kind of helping your business along and helping you like recognize revenue in that way by drilling down your costs, um, keeping your overhead low and then getting the most out of your people during that, during that time. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But that's not where I want to end. Like my end goal is kind of, um, a little loftier than that. Like I want to have a team of specialists, like media people, marketing people. Like I want to bring in my team of people who will then teach and instruct your team of people how to do their jobs better or more effectively and how you can get long-term results even after we're already gone. Right. But as it stands right now, I don't have a team. I can't afford a team. Uh I I can't, you know, whatever. So it's like, is, is that kind of a scenario where, because I obviously want the name to reflect what I'm what I'm doing and what I want to do. Uh-huh. Unless, it'd, like, would that be the case for a possible rebrand down the line, or would that be something that you know maybe don't be so worried about about getting something started right now and just and kind of let that unfold? Right. Well, it sounds like to me to build this team, you need to sort of build a reputation for yourself. As the Correct. guy that people go to to optimize their business problems. Right. And you don't need to know software development, but you can know someone that knows it and say, hey, I've got a job this week. Hey, do you want to work with me on this one yeah. project? So you don't have to necessarily have your team right now or hire people. You can say, hey, would you be interested in being an on-call specialist for this mm. rate? So you can just work it into your service fee. Okay. Because, because I do already have... Um you know i'm i've been uh, assembling my own team of avengers so to speak or like not assembling but i already have people like for instance i uh subcontracted you out for a for a photo video job right. of which uh by the way i'm i still need to drive you down some tequila because we were going to just ship it in the mail but then it was like oh fuck that it's definitely going to break and like the amount of like cost we would have to do would it just seemed ridiculous so um in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be driving down to Tucson. I'm going to be delivering some uh, very fine tequila to your door. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so like I, so you're saying just kind of do it like that. Like I basically called in a favor. If I was actually making any money off that, you know, we could definitely profit share. Right. Um, but do it like that at first. Like it doesn't have to be like an actual core. Uh, no, it's not going to be like that show with uh, Don Cheadle on the Showtime. <laughs> Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what is it called? Don Cheadle has a show on Showtime where it's like him and that Ben Schwartz guy and that girl from Frozen. Um, what? <laughs> Frozen? What the hell's uh, Frozen? What's her name? She's married to Dax Shepard. What's her oh, name? Oh, um, uh, 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 um, uh, the blonde lady. Yeah. Um, Kristen Bell. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So the show is called House of Lies, and it's like a is that it's like about House a, of Cards. Uh, no, it's like House of Lies. It's about a consultant uh, firm, and they go off and they fix problems for big companies, that, and they pay them tons of money to fix their problems. Oh fuck! This is <laughs> I don't I have no no why you haven't watched this show yet. You should really watch this show. 
Yeah, this House of Lies. House of Lies. It's on Showtime. Perfect. You gave me your Showtime login. I did. I did. <laughs> I've got. I can. I can go watch it. Awesome. And uh, of course, it has that usual cable drama, yada yada. Oh, yada. But the, it, the like yeah, the yeah. tiny bits of business that they have in there is pretty cool. They hmm. they have a team and they go off and they have like a statistics specialist and they have a guy that's in charge of like marketing yada yada yadas or somebody comes up with just the ideas and and all this other stuff and the team executes it so it's right it's not, I don't think you're wanting to start something like that I think what you're wanting to start is something uh, kind of unique and special to you that only you can provide you can't really train other people how to do it and you can't really to find like-minded people is going to be easier, but not necessary to have on your team for the entire time. Right. Like basically, um, have you ever done like, I, I, I don't know because it's been a while since you've been like just a regular employee at a regular job, but have you ever done any of that? Like bullshit strength finding blah, blah, blah stuff. No, I never did. Mm. Well, my company did one and, uh, not my company. The company I work for did one. And uh, and I was not surprised to find that all of my all of my strengths were basically in uh, instruction and in building up people and team building and then in individualization, like figuring out what's strong about certain people and how to get that out. So it's like this is kind of uh, specifically just putting myself it's, – it's like for a fee just putting myself as a tool – almost inside the context of a pre-existing business and then just making it run smoother, instructing people how to keep that effect going and then exit, exit stage left. Right. So I think, I think what we're doing right now is we're kind of going through something of the purpose of your business, right? Yeah. I mean like we're, we're trying to define a clear purpose of your business. Right. And it's that machine cog oil greaser. Lube. <laughs> Sand that out of the said. gears, grease the grease the wheel, grease right. the groove. Right. Yeah. So I mean you you have the service that you want to provide. I think this is probably phase one of coming up with your business name. Yeah. Or stage okay, one. Okay, so we'll call this stage one. I mean we'll call it a stage one. Stage one. So stage one is to is to figure out the the purpose that you're trying to or the role you're trying to fill. The right. The the a clear concise statement of the service you want to provide the thing you want to sell just be super clear and understanding of that even before mm-hmm. you come up even before you try coming up with the name like okay. think of your purpose think of your what's driving you to do the things that you want to do like mm-hmm. define your concept define your uh strategies propositions your i don't know what i'm trying to say but you know what I'm trying to say. Right? I, was, I was wondering if this was a, if you were actually asking me or if you were just putting it out there because I was like, oh shit! Like, I feel like you I just should've... did it. You just did it with your um, cog in the machine <laughs> sentence. Did you write that down? No, but I probably should have. Uh, luckily, I can just go back and listen to this episode. All right. So we figured out your purpose. Right. Uh, you know what you want to do. So now, who are you trying to do this for? Hmm. See that's the thing. Originally, I was thinking that I, uh, 
I wanted to do this much like I guess these House of Lies characters where it's like, oh yeah, bring me into your big business and help me close the deal and stuff. But as I've been thinking about it and as I've been toying with it and like really, I've realized that that's not actually who I'm trying to target. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to target like, um, for instance, uh, I'll I'll leave them nameless, but like uh, that local business in tucson where they opened up a fitness center right on the corner of sixth and don't be that specific if you don't if you want to stay keep them nameless and uh, what, what, are, what are the odds that a majority okay whatever do you know what i'm talking about like, i think not I fourth I, avenue a fitness center in tucson yeah and and they were kind of just starting out and i could see that they were falling into a lot of the pitfalls that kind of happen with and and that's just because that's an industry that I'm very familiar with and I've worked in and all that kind of stuff. They're offering all kinds of shit that they've seen being offered at like an LA studio. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like this is the hot new trend, you know whatever. But the problem is is that you a you're expecting that that trend would be catching on. I'm I'm being too specific about the work that I would try and do for them. Basically what I'm trying to say is I I recognize that I'm not trying to go after these, or at least, you know, that's not my vision for the immediate. You know, maybe that happens once I evolve later on, like we've been talking about. But in, in the immediate sense, I was kind of just talking about these, you know, local smaller businesses that kind of have these, uh, at least I think, these great ideas, but they just don't know how to how to work them just quite right. Okay. So that kind of became, or like... um for instance, I also uh, like even in the uh, restaurant like brewery, and I don't want to. I don't want to get into like the restaurant thing, but like I recognized this quickly um, with uh, with some small places in town back when I was in Tucson, or uh, the barber shop I went to, or like things like that. And I quickly realized, like, oh, that's actually what I want to be doing. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, and that of course meets an interesting intersection because it's like, well, I obviously want to get paid quite a bit but these smaller businesses aren't going to have the big fat checkbooks that these large companies are going to be but that's fine like so but but that's basically who i wanted to serve so you want to serve a small business that has a unique idea right and you want to help them optimize their strategy to execute that idea to where it's executed to its fullest right oh yeah totally so are those all big words or all those words or similar words to things that you uh, are interested in uh, yeah, those those are that you could probably word map my my interests. Yes. So so I mean so your business name is going to help small businesses execute their unique ideas at an optimal level. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. Okay. So now that we know who you want to do it for, now we know what you want to do. Let's see. What can we do? Have you talked to people about this? Uh, only you. Only me. So I think this is another thing that happens with people that have good ideas and they want to like create this perfect package and then share it with the world. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of exactly like it's what we were kind of talking about last week is like I don't want to be that guy at the bar who's just like pitching everyone, you know, whatever. I don't want to be bothersome or anything like that. Right. But at the same time, I'm only talking to you about this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I don't, I don't talk I'm about sick this. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Sure. Well, no, no. The thing about uh, talking about it with people with strangers is that you you get to hear an outsider's point of view. I mean, you're living so close to it, 
and you keep it so close and it's so tight that you have a hard time looking at it from a bigger picture, from understanding it from another person's point of view because it's just so ingrained in your inner soul that it's not out uh-huh. there at all. Okay. So yeah, it might so, be annoying at the bar when some guy's like, hey, I got this idea for this fancy app. <laughs> uh, it's going to be like like Facebook, but it's no book involved. It's just faces. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Imagine a, like a social media where you just saw people's faces and it's faces dot face. <laughs> you would not believe how many people talk to me about like an app they want to build or some shit like that. And it's like, oh my God, I don't care. Like, but the thing about that is that it's, when you share it with someone, you can see their reaction to it and they might be like, oh, oh, nice. And then walk away. I mean, but you can see if people get engaged by it. You can see if people cringe at it. You can see if people just make that weird face where they're trying to mm. hide a cringe but are still smiling because, oh, this is really bad. Just go away type of face. Uh-huh. But the thing is, it's, it's, it's about you establishing your or figuring out if this is even worth it for you i mean putting yourself out there is gonna be a a big step and putting yourself out there with a name that doesn't make any sense (laughs) is even worse i think i I can see that so it's so kind of like when i try to come up with movie ideas Uh, titles are the hardest part for me but i can say hey what do you think about this idea for a movie and people like oh that's i've seen that before or oh that sounds really good yeah i'd like to see that Mm. so you get like like a feel name for you sorry Oh, go for it. You tell me. Talk about me, well, please. Well, the, the name for your most recent short, I actually, I really, really like. And I think that you said the idea for the name long before you ever wrote the script. Right. If, if, I'm, if I'm recalling correctly. And so, so you're saying you were kind of like putting that out there basically to kind of like field test it. Exactly. To get like data, to get results off of like, okay, so what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Like kind of putting it out there so that other people can, you can get like live response, live data on it and then learn how to kind of modulate more or less to like, okay, more people like this, less people like this. Like, and you can kind of, uh, kind of make it modular like that. Right. Hmm. Okay. So, so if I'm understanding this correctly, stepwise in, in in how to build your name. Mm-hmm. First you have to understand what you're doing right at all. Right. And I guess and I guess that's a good that's a good um test to see if you're actually if you're actually uh ready to move on to the name stage because if you don't if you can't explain what you want to do in two sentences then maybe maybe it's not quite there yet. It's not like flushed out enough. Right. Well, it's not at the point where putting a name on it is not going to fix any other it's not going to make it magically make it a business. I mean, to, coming up yeah. with a name is not going to have you magically come up with a business. And it's kind of, it's that, it's that hurdle that you put up in front of yourself. So you don't have to get to that stage where you have to figure out the process, the ins and outs of it, the the strategy, the marketing, all that other crazy stuff. The actual like nitty gritty stuff. If, right. if you're what not am I charging? Sure what am I what not charging? Doing. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Huh. So first figure out what you're what you're kind of what you're doing as a whole and maybe recognize at that point if you need to go back to the drawing board or not or if if it's you know like okay this is kind of trucking along this actually sounds like something and I mean it also I mean the the biggest part I guess is it, is it something that you would actually want to do that you could actually commit to doing Right Okay 
then after that, figuring out who you're actually trying to serve. Like it, so in, in business terms, that's what's called your total addressable market. Your TAA. No, TAM. What? T-A-P. What? <laughs> T- God damn it. Okay. You're TAM. Anyway. You're TAM it up. Yeah, you're TAM. Your total addressable market are basically like – and sometimes – and the idea is actually to have your total addressable market larger than just the people you want to serve, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to – like you, would, you don't want to miss out on these opportunities and you want to be valuable to people who are even outside of the immediate focus of your business. Exactly. You know? Right. So, so if you figure that part out, then you can kind of uh, – th- that's kind of what we were working on is like, okay – what do you want to do? Do you have a fully fleshed out idea? Who do you want to serve? And you can kind of start moving forward that way. Exactly. And uh, as I'm, I'm kind of thinking like this is a, a good exercise in general that I should be kind of reevaluating on a regular, like not just if I'm trying to name change. This might be something that I would want to evaluate in general, you know. These are the things that you easily forget while you're in the middle of figuring stuff out for your business or your creative project that you're working on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just sort of just magically expect things to happen because you're doing all this hard work, but all this hard work is kind of focused on such a uh, defined point of execution that you forget about the broader strokes that are out there. It's like you don't have to get so defined if you keep everything kind of in this wider stroke as opposed to this really defined stroke. I mean, you get more... I'm saying stroke a lot, and I'm going to stop. You are saying stroke a lot. <laughs> I was wondering why. <laughs> I think you just said stroke, and it got me on a stroke kick. Stroke. Yeah, I, I probably. <laughs> no more strokes. But if no you're more, stroking, no more strokes. If you're stroking along in your business. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the point well, that I'm trying to make is you can get narrow. You can have the horse blinders on. Is that what they're called? Fly your vision blinders? I don't know. That's something you should ask Kendall Summerhawk. That's something I should. But you can put your blinders on and just get very focused and kind of forget about this other outside world that could be even more profitable or make your project or product more successful as opposed to just being so narrow-minded. Right. And I think I'm I'm kind of that, – that was sort of my issue in just because I wasn't thinking of this as like a part of a procedural thing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the name as something that's standalone. And so then that was causing me to just get solely focused on that while ignoring – well, actually, who am I trying to serve and who am I trying to approach with this? And and my name obviously has to be attractive to the people that I'm actually trying to work with and actually trying to serve as opposed to, you know, I don't know, somebody else. Also, people that so, don't know they need that service. Yes, that's an interesting point. Hmm. So, yeah, so I was kind of – I was putting on those uh, horse blinders, I guess we're calling <laughs> I'm trying to think of – you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I know. What you, I know what you those those black things that are that are right here. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. I just don't know if the like horse blinders sounds like what it is, but that also might not be it. Anyways, like I kind of was putting on my horse blinders because because I'm just I'm so enwrapped in the name and coming up with a clever title or something that like would be looks really good on a business card or you know what I mean. They're called blinkers. The what? They're called blinkers. They're called blinkers. Yeah, to prevent horses from being distracted or panicked. I I thought blinkers are kind of the opposite, where it's 
like blinkers are like your your signal on your car, your turn signal and stuff like that. Isn't that kind of the opposite? Of- on horses, it's different. On your car, it's a turn signal. Okay. I'm just going to stick to driving a car then. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> But but basically, I'm getting too uh, wait. Let's uh, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Too, tu- there we go. Too much tunnel vision. No horse blinders involved. I'm getting too much tunnel vision on just you know the name and building up. I guess like a reputation off of that, as opposed to building a reputation off of what I'm actually doing. Exactly. You're going to get more work off of doing good work than you are of, of off of having a really good name or a really good website or a really good right. logo. You're going to get more work off of your reputation through word of mouth as you are. Uh, as opposed to having a really cool spiffy business card. Uh huh. I mean, hmm. people can get caught up in this whole. I need to look flashy and more important and more successful than I actually am, so people think I'm that. So when they hire me, it all makes sense. Right. Yeah. But if you if you're if you've never done anything before and you come out with those, I don't know, like those clear plastic business cards that people have. Have you seen those? Um, I think I saw a couple on Instagram. And they're so expensive to get printed. You can get like 20 of them for 100 bucks or something like that. It's like, is it worth it? Yeah. 20 for 100 bucks? Something crazy dumb like that. I'm, uh, but I'm sure if you buy 1,000 of them, it's, it's, the price goes down <laughs> you, per You card. get a price break right. <laughs> somewhere in there. It goes down to like $1.50 a card. But you have oh, to order 1,000 of them. Yeah, pass on all that. But if you're putting all of this weight and all of this like this this tiny tool in my arsenal is what i'm putting all of my uh, credibility on all of my uh clout clout on is it's 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 no 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 don't do that stop it yeah Stop it. I, I think that that might be an effect of exactly what we're talking about. Like this, it, like how many times have you heard like, oh, yeah, people post these stuff on Facebook and Instagram, but it's not actually representative of their real life. Uh-huh. I think that might be like kind of this is like the the business translation of that. It's like you're trying to put out there that like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing this fancy watch and I'm this like slick guy and I have all this, you know, whatever. But realistically, I haven't actually picked up a single client. So the importance of this name or anything like that is it's really about the quality of work that I intend to do or like the passion I bring to it or, you know, the, the, those are the actual parts that would matter to anybody. Right. How much thought I've put into it, how much time I'm willing to put into it once, you know, if you agree to be a client, how much time I'm willing to give you, how much of myself, how much work I'm willing to put exactly. in. Exactly. All, all the fine details of the service mm-hmm. that you want to provide. Okay. But at some point you do need to come up with a name. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we're name bashing names right now and we need to tell people how to come up with a name. We should. We well, should. well, I think you're you've you've built up the process. I think I I just don't know the partic- and it's like doing it on the fly would just make a a bad make for a bad name but what we could do is i can take the notes i i never like artificially inflating our listens or our downloads but this is an episode i'm definitely going to have to listen to again uh-huh you know what i mean and it's like i know how much you hate my <laughs> hate word maps or anything like that but there was there was that sentence that you said that basically was a lot of the things that i would like to include in a name right so i feel like if i just kind of uh, what is that called? Uh, not uh, reverse engineer. 
yeah reverse engineer i was kind of being <laughs> in a more vague stupid sense like that's that's actually what i'm trying to say i was going to say it in a lot dumber sort of way <laughs> but um what is that called when you uh rearrange the letters in something and it and it you can form different words um, that's not an ambigram is it what's a it's not a, it's not a monogram no uh it's a well, whatever it is, like that's what I mean. Basically, I want to kind of like thoughtfully restructure the sentences that we were saying and try and break that down and encapsulate that to a, just a, a truncated, just a short, you know, whatever. It's an anagram. Anagram. Is that what it is? An anagram. Yeah. Yeah, an anagram is where you rearrange the letters and you can make different words. Um, and I'm I was always really terrible at those, so I'm I'm not going to lead with an example, but. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I, I think that the, cause I thought that in the naming process, I would just have to like come up with something. Mm -hmm. Well, that comes, that's going to come pretty soon. I feel like uh, a lot of people don't put thought into these two, two things. Who am I doing this for? And what am I actually doing? Yeah. So now that you figured that out, let's start coming up with a word map to, Get some words are you on giving paper. Me, are you giving me license to word map? I'm giving you license to word map right now. Oh my god, awesome! And, and I'm gonna, I'm, well, it's gonna be a terrible drawing because I'm a terrible at drawing and b I have terrible handwriting. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna fax it to you. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to get that fax. <laughs> so uh, while you're coming, I don't know. So so you figured out your purpose. You figured out your clientele. Let's figure out some other things for yourself that before you even start to think about this name, let's start thinking about maybe your story. Like how would you tell your story? If you had to give a talk 10 years from now about how your business started, what is your story that kind of got this business idea planted seed that idea seed planted in your brain? Um, I mean, and and like, that's the thing I'm worried that this is not a very entertaining story or this isn't, you know, no, your story we talked about in December, you already had this figured out. This is when your mom or somebody taught you things as a kid, how to make things better. Were you going to tell that story again? I I mean, yeah, it's already (laughs) recorded. It's on episode December something. Nope. Our goals one. Yeah, that was, that was December or was that January? Uh, December. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, well, even besides that, you know, even though that remains true or that remains, you know, whatever, not to mention this allows uh, people to pick up on the meta story in the podcast. Like, have you realized that we have a meta story going on? No. Have you been adding metadata to these episodes that I haven't noticed yet? No, 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 no. I just mean like there is like like there are small subtle cues in every podcast that allows you to pick up on the people and who they really are and all that kind of stuff. Uh. And, and we, we'll, we'll I'll discuss this with you another time off air, <laughs> but it's it's a thing. I believe um, you. I believe you. <laughs> but no, but think about your story and like like just just jot down like some simple like an outline of like oh well. I once walked into a store and saw that no one had uh, clean hands, so I decided to make up this product that's Lysol wipes on a baggy thing, right, on your cart, so you can wipe those handles off so you don't get germs. That sounds like something you should take to Shark Tank. It's, well, a, that's it's already a thing. thing. It's already but, a thing. I'm but just, it sounds like you're pitching, you're pitching Shark Tank. I'm tr- right. You're trying to come up with a story. The story, I think, is what people connect to the most. Uh, you can't really be mm. like, hey, I really like math, so I'm going to teach you some optimal 
strategies with this graph that I constructed. We just got to input these numbers and calculate the proper forms. And yeah, no, nobody cares about that. It's like, why do you like, why do you want to figure this out mathematically? It's like, people want the why you're trying to figure out your why. Right. Uh, the, the, in my, in my story, did I talk about, can I probably, I really yeah. don't remember, but I just remembered it because was... that's, that's essentially that's retro, retro, not retroactively. Well, looking backwards, that's essentially the the thing that captured my interest, and that's the thing that I've always like. That is the the driving force. Mm-hmm. Is so like that that constant and never ending improvement. Can I like that's that's what I just I enjoy doing. That it doesn't matter if it has to do with the forms and the graphs and like can we automate this process and make it easier or make it so that we don't have to think about it and just automatically happens or whether it's you know fitness or whether you know whatever it is it's like that's what i like like that's what i always have liked to do like i end up doing it in some form or another in any job i do no matter what mm-hmm. so that's kind of what it's all about for me that's what it's about so that's your story take a take a take a like a minute and write down your story ideas like just like a quick little outline okay so we're uh trying to figure out with your name right so let's think of other uh let's think of emotions that you'd like people to Sad. feel. <laughs> uh, like, you know, how are you a super serious business? Are you a super sad business? Are you a super happy business? Yours is probably going to be super sad. Well, no, but I want to get away with that. That's that's who I am as a person. I, I, would, I hope I don't, like, evoke that as a, you know. But, uh, no, I, I think in order to have these kinds of, like, a lot of my mantras and a lot of my ideas that, that come – it you kind of need this uh, kind of uh, relentless positivity because you would look at me and you would look at the things I say and you wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a positive person. You're not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can be. I, but I think if you look at that idea then, because it's like I'm not that positive of a person, but I get up and I do the things I do and I like to be better at the things that I want to get better at every damn day regardless. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm not the most positive person, obviously there's an ingrained – there's like a natural positivity in in action, like in the idea that no matter what, I I'm the one – I can make a like I can make that difference. I can fix it. I can do it. I can you know whatever. This can all be done. It's like I actually believe it. So regardless of whether or not I'm personally like yeah I'm I'm personally definitely not a positive person, but embedded in the actions there is actually like it's it's not overt but there is an underlying positivity there. All right, Atish, you're not a negative sad person. We get it. But when you, when no, you, I need I need you to believe it. <laughs> I believe it, Atish. We all believe it. <laughs> but when you're thinking about emotions with, that you want to evoke when you when you people hear your name, you kind of want it to be. You're trying to optimize things, so you want to. I guess I don't know. Is relief an emotion? Yeah, is totally. uh, like, satisfaction, uh, uh, ease, ease, like, like uh, boom. So these would be in like another list next to your story. Uh huh. So, so not only capturing what my story is and what I'm trying to do, but also what I'm trying to. So we've already figured out who I'm trying to do it for, uh-huh. but also, but also like what I want to do for them. Right. So you want to make some emotions on, 
on how you want this to relay that uh, feeling you want to provide. Yeah, yeah, it's like all kind of uh, hoity-toity feelings-based, but... Flower child, blah, blah, blah yeah. stuff, yeah. Hippy-dippy. Well, this is why we brought in the, yeah, but you the creative cons- type. Sure. Yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> so you want to create a list of emotions, and you know, and, and those emotions maybe list some benefits that the customers are going to experience after going through your service, after buying your right. product. Like I, I kind of I know people, especially smaller businesses, are banging their heads against the wall. Like, why isn't this working? Or why isn't you know? It's frustrating. It's sad. It's it's you know whatever. And I want it to be like, nah, this is a like we can we're gonna conquer something. We are going to achieve something. Like it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's like it's a very powerful and and satisfied. Yeah, I, I think what did you say? Satisfied sa- or satiated or wh- whatever? Satisfactory. So. <laughs> zippity doodah zippity uh, yeah like that's what i what i want because that's ultimately also the thing that drives me like that's the feeling i get out of it like i remember going into any number of you know whether it was shifts at a bar or when it was when i was working at ucla and their their data records and shit was all all over the place or even in school or something like that like people were studying these hard courses like organic chemistry and they didn't know how to like I already had it ingrained since high school because I was one of those weird Asian overachievers, but not really Asian, but you get the idea. Right. Um, who like I had worked out a system that was great for memorizing information and being able to take tests excellently and stuff like that. But when I shared that with other people, like everything was fucked. Like their notes were all over the place, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Or even at a shift at the bar, like, you know, Sunday, Sunday, you know, that transition between brunch and dinner, everything's fucked up, like stuff's all over the place and whatever. And I enjoyed solving the problems. Like I enjoyed like, all right, Put me to work. Let's let's figure this out. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make things happen. Uh-huh. I'm gonna fix this. And so that's kind of a corollary. Like it's the same feeling that I want these other people to have. That like they've been frustrated, things have been not working right, and then bam, like now everything's working. It's all coming together. You know, like that feeling. Bam. 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 Kapow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know. This is a. This is great. This is I like. It's it's like these prompts are are kind of jogging my my thought as to why I was doing this in the first place. Yeah, I mean, we always forget that. We always forget about our why. We always forget about our our purpose. Why? Who we're doing this for? Uh, even like creatively, when uh, Sarah Jackson was on, she was like, "Your art's not complete without an audience." So that's totally mm, true. Yeah. And I always forget that while I'm going into projects. Mm-hmm. It's very inward. Based as, and then eventually it's got to get outward somehow. So then you got to start thinking about that. Hmm. So knowing all of these things now, your purpose, your clientele, some emotions that your clients are going to experience, some benefits your clients are going to ben- uh, experience. Yeah. It's time to start word mapping some more. W- w- Word mapping? No, just making a start uh, making a short list. Start making a list of possible names uh, inspired by this thought. These bubbles yeah. that you just bounced along on. Yeah. So, so essentially, you're saying that the the creating a name process shouldn't be just like where I'm throwing shit at the wall and trying to see what sticks. I should take a step back and do like a a kind of a rundown. Yeah. Of what I'm trying to name in the first place. Exactly. If you don't know what you're trying to name, how how can you name it? 
Yeah. I mean, so simply put, basically, I'm trying to take a large idea with a lot of ins and a lot of outs and then encapsulate that in a phrase or in a word or, or something like, in a title. Right. Instead of trying to actually do the opposite, which is just where I'm trying to take a title and then flush something out of that. Right. You're trying to make a title and cram everything into it. And it's, it's, you don't know what you're really cramming into it, though. You kind of need to. Right. I don't know what I'm cramming. Yeah. So do that, man. <laughs> okay. I, I'm actually, uh, damn, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling, feeling optimistic. Great. Yeah. So start brainstorming some legit names inspired by these thoughts that you just had. Okay. Um, if I, if I, whether on the podcast or off, if I get you three different things, will, will you tell me which ones you hate? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's another part. I mean, uh, I got to field test them, like you were saying. You got to field test them. You got to share them with people. Hey, what do you think about the when, when you hear the name Optimal Primal Yard? What does that make yep. you think of? What does that make you feel? Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I just made some words up. <laughs> and, you know, you got to feel it out. You got to see if people think, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Or it's, uh, oh, that's, that's a weird name. What is, what is it for? And then you can give your spiel about it. I'd be like, oh, that's still weird. Like yeah. You got you to gotta share it. You have to share it with people. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll do my best to, to fucking share. I, I don't want to share. but Yeah, sharing is hard. Yeah. Well, you, you know all about that. But another thing to do before you share, I would, what I would do is I would Google it. Oh, yeah. Make sure it's not already a thing. Make sure it's not already a thing. Google it. If you have, let's say, four names that you really like, Google it. Google, 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 Google it. Google uh, it. You, you like that remix right there? Yeah. Perfect. Make sure that it will. If someone else has it, don't let that turn you off either. See if they are doing the same thing you're doing or if they're, you know, uh, if you're trying to be a, a business consultant and somebody has this name that you want for your business consulting business. But they sell ice cream or something. That's. I think yeah. you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Totally unrelated. Yeah. And you can add yeah, something uh, like consulting to the end of it to really clarify what makes you two different. Mm-hmm. Even though ice cream is pretty obvious. Cold Stone Consulting. Right. I think you could get away with that. Boom. <laughs> Baskin Robbins Consulting. Baskin and the Robbins. Is Baskin Robbins still a thing, or have they gone under? No, they're still a thing. Oh, they're really they're like thirty one flavors, something or other. Oh. Their logo got mm-hmm. weird, and just like Best Buy's logo changed. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go get some ice cream. Are you really? I can't digest it, so I am not going to get. Yeah, ice actually, cream. I'm not really good with dairy either. So instead, I'm gonna go get some tacos. You're gonna get some tacos instead of ice cream. I like that leap that you just made. <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's kind of more my speed anyways all right man well i'm excited i'm uh yeah that 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 actually flushed out a whole lot of things and basically taking the principle of not just naming something to name it or just to like get hung up on that one aspect but to really make it representative of what you're trying to do who you're trying to serve like what the what the feeling or the gist is or you know whatever like yeah that's that's uh that's a much better process i like that a lot try that all right i'm gonna give this a go um, and prepare to be 
bombarded with a lot of stupid ideas, but hopefully a couple of really great ones. Well, maybe next week we'll share three name ideas that you have. All right. I'll, uh, I'll come up with, I'll, I'll start brainstorming. All right. Until next week. Thank you for listening to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can find Chris on social media using the handle at Elephant Scout. You can find me with at Atish Mazish. And finally, you can follow the podcast on Twitter with at CSS Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at cscottcreate.com. Thank you so much.